Hi everybody, happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. One of my favorite movies to watch each year for the holiday season is The Nightmare Before Christmas, which of course is one of my favorite movies in general. We talked a bit about family horror a couple episodes ago, so I won't go into too much detail on that side of things, but we will spend today talking about Tim Burton himself and some other stories that he's created over the years. Tim Burton actually started his career as an animator at Disney. He created his first film under the Disney Productions in 1982 called Vincent, which became his first short story, running at only five minutes long. He was given a budget to work on another movie called The Black Cauldron, but it was deemed too scary for kids and locked away into the Disney vaults. After this, Tim Burton created the original Frankenweenie and received the same feedback. The studio fired him after this due to artistic differences, but after Disney saw his success with Beetlejuice and Batman, they rehired him and assisted in his creation on The Nightmare Before Christmas. His career after that has been very off and on with Disney, but needless to say, has been incredibly successful for both parties. The opportunity to view movies like The Nightmare Before Christmas as a child, in my opinion, truly opens the door to the macabre that children are otherwise shielded from. It's the first peek into the dark side and could lead some to believe that the horror fandom starts at childhood. Getting into some of Tim Burton's works, I want to start with one of his books. He's not necessarily known for being a writer, per se, in, in the traditional sense of writing books and things like that. But when I was in middle school, I heard about a poetry book that he wrote. And it's called The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy and Other Stories. This came out in 1997. It is a poetry book written and illustrated by Tim Burton. The poems, which are all full of black and dark humor, tell stories of hybrid kids, spontaneous transformers, and women who have babies to win over men. I absolutely loved this book. I still love it today. I own it and read it occasionally. It's really messed up, but it's very creative. And any art exhibit that you'll see of Tim Burton's, he does a lot of pop-up art exhibits, you'll see these little tiny characters and you don't really know where they came from other than just his imagination in general, but most of these creatures and characters are from this book because it is illustrated and you'll see them. So I would advise checking it out. It's something that is not necessarily as known as his movies and things in general, but I, I love it and I always recommend it. The first movie to talk about, of course, is A Nightmare Before Christmas. This came out in 1993, and the film follows the misadventures of Jack Skellington, Halloween Town's beloved Pumpkin King, who has become bored with the same annual routine of frightening people in his world. When Jack accidentally stumbles on Christmas Town, all the bright colors and warm spirits, he gets a new lease on life. He plots to bring Christmas under the control of him by kidnapping Santa Claus and taking over the role. But he soon realizes that even the best plans uh, combining Halloween and Christmas can go seriously awry. Again, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I know I talk about all the time the deeper meanings of a lot of movies, and there's not too much of a deeper meaning with The Nightmare Before Christmas other than just being grateful for what you have and kind of accepting your natural gifts. But I think I love The Nightmare Before Christmas because it really did kickstart horror for me. I give a lot of credit to my old babysitter, Kelly. She showed me The Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time when I was young and when I hated all the, the scary stuff, but I always loved it. And so, yeah, it always has a warm place in my heart and a permanent place on my arm for a tattoo. <laughs> Getting into the next 
story of his movie of his is The Corpse Ride. This came out in 2005 and follows Victor and Victoria. Their families have arranged for them to be married, and even though they like each other, Victor is nervous about the ceremony. While he's in a forest practicing his lines for the wedding, a tree branch becomes the hand that drags him to the land of the dead. This hand belongs to Emily, who was murdered after eloping with her love and wants to marry Victor now. Victor must but get back above ground before Victoria marries a villain named Barkus Bitterin. I also love the or the uh, Corpse Ride. I think it is the perfect gothic romance tale. I really don't know any stories that are similar, so I love the Corpse Bride, and I think it is beautifully done and just a good story. And yes, it is a little bit dark and it's very gray and blue and makes you feel kind of sad when you watch it, but I love it. I think it's awesome. The next one to talk about is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. This came out in 1985 and is wacko. Pee-wee's Big Adventure was a movie my dad showed me a long, long time ago, and I didn't know it was by Tim Burton, I just thought it was a strange movie. But it follows Pee-wee Herman, an eccentric, childlike man who loves his red bicycle and will not sell it to his envious neighbor, Francis. While Pee-wee visits his friend, the bike is stolen. Thinking his bike is at the Alamo, Pee-wee sets off on a trip, or a big adventure, where he meets many remarkable people, including a waitress, Simone, and a motorcycle gang. Eventually, Pee-wee discovers that his bike is being used in a movie, and he tries to recover it. I don't really have much else to say about Pee-wee's Big Adventure, other than watch it, and R.I.P. Paul Rubens, and yeah. Next movie to talk about is Frankenweenie. The original did come out in 1984, and then it was remade in 2012 with the same story. Young Victor Frankenstein is a science nerd and an outsider at school, but he does have one good friend, his dog, Sparky. Tragedy strikes, and Sparky shuffles off this motor coil. Victor is heartbroken, but his science teacher gives him an idea on how to jolt old Sparky back to life. The experiment is successful, and all goes well until Victor's fellow students steal his secret and use it to resurrect other dead animals, with monstrous consequences. There is a conspiracy that Frankenweenie and the Corpse Bride and The Night Before Christmas are all tied together, and it is all... Victor, and also the original uh, Tim Burton short story, Victor, they're all the same person. And that zero in the Nightmare Before Christmas, the ghost dog, is actual Sparky. And then same thing for the Corpse Bride, there's a little dog that is also Sparky. So it's cool to imagine all of these movies tied together. Tim Burton never confirmed or denied it. So it is interesting, especially if you watch them in technical chronological order of how Victor would be young, a little bit older, and then dead and a skeleton. So next on the list is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I just rewatched this a couple of days ago and have now created a brand new obsession. <laughs> it was so much better than I remembered it and it came out in 2005, but it takes Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and just makes it creative and makes it crazy. And anybody who watched the original Willy Wonka will know that Willy Wonka is kind of batshit and basically lured all these kids there to kind of kill them, but also just trap them. And then in this one, you have that with a little bit of a mix of humor 
like in the beginning, Augustus gets sucked up in the chocolate tube and all of the Oompa Loompas start doing a dance. And then one of the parents is like, how did they know to do this dance? Like this was kind of seems like it was already planned. And then Charlie, the actual Willy Wonka, just like winks and then walks away. So it's really interesting to watch it as an adult and I would highly, highly recommend it. But to give the summation anyway, it is based on the rolled doll tale of Willy Wonka, and this comedic and fantastical film follows young Charlie Bucket and his grandpa Joe as they join a small group of contest winners who get to tour the magical and mysterious factory of eccentric candy maker Willy Wonka. Aided by Oompa Loompa workers, Wonka has a hidden motive for the tour, one that will reveal only after the children in the group show their true colors, which, as we know, whoever wins gets the chocolate factory. And then the last movie to mention today is Alice in Wonderland. This, of course, is a remake from the originals, but came out in 2010 from Tim Burton, and is the highest grossing Tim Burton movie of all time at 1,025,467,110. Alice in Wonderland follows a young girl named Alice who visits this magical underland and is now a teenager with no memory of the place except in her dreams. Her life takes a turn for the unexpected when, at a garden party with her fiancé and herself, she spots a certain white rabbit and tumbles down a hole, reunited with her friend the Mad Hatter, Treasure Cat, and others. Alice learns it's her destiny to end the Red Queen's reign of terror. Alice in Wonderland's another one that is just creative and fun to watch as an adult, so I would definitely go do that. As rumors have been confirmed true, Beetlejuice 2 just wrapped up production and should be out late early late 2024 early 2025 tim burton is also working on season two for wednesday the netflix show that brought the adams family basically to gen z and either way you look at tim burton he's an icon and a legend his creative mind has brought forth some incredible pieces of work and an army of fans to follow so that is it on our wiki wednesday today about tim burton if nothing else i hope you have something new to watch and maybe give Nightmare for Christmas a watch for this Christmas holiday season. So if you are looking for more presents, any last minute presents to give to your loved ones or yourself, please check out my book, Burn Her Down on Amazon. If you can't find it just by searching it, go through the actual Kindle page, search it and it will, it will come up. Um, if you can't find it, please send me a message and let me know. But um, also check out the Shivers Meetup page, lots of events that are being planned for the new year excited for all the new stuff that's going to be coming. So thank you everybody and have a wonderful day.